0: Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Goodness. Picture this. You go on this epic hike. You climb this mountain six hours. You get to the top and you realize we don't have any protein bars. And you're so hungry. <laughs> Can you order food delivery? Well, a group of tourists who climbed Mount Fuji in Japan did. <laughs> so they called this food delivery company called GoCheck. And their delivery guy hiked six hours to bring them pizza and snacks. A video of him handing the food over to the hungry group at the top of the mountain and then immediately heading back down has gone viral because he's just like, hey, here's your food. Like, it's no big deal. He's not even out of breath. That guy needs a promotion. What in the world?
1: Nice tip. I hope they gave him a really great tip.
0: Six hour hike to deliver food. That's crazy. Is one of your favorite aspects of the Christmas season remembering fond childhood memories? If one of your favorite aspects of the Christmas season is remembering fond childhood memories, you are not alone. People feel endless nostalgia when it comes to the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, Around 91% of moms and dads are now working to create those memories for their own kids. Now more than ever, people are looking for that warm and comfort, comforting feeling from past holiday traditions, and uh, some of their favorites are decorating the tree, baking Christmas cookies, watching Christmas movies and listening to classic Christmas music.
1: Yeah, we watch we actually watched a, a show about Christmas shows. Oh yeah? And it turned That's out to be a little depressing because they got oh. very clinical with why we like to watch them and the nostalgia mm. and everything else and I was like Kind of takes the fun out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds you know, like it. it.
1: It's kind of like when when they go, oh, scientists have figured out what exactly makes you fall in love and you're waiting for it to be the smile, their demeanor, their kindness. And it's like, no, there's a chemical in your brain called blah, blah, blah. And when that fires off, you're in love. <laughs> you're like, yeah, write a song about that. I guess you guys <laughs> should have just watched Elf instead. Yeah, we did. We did. It made me happy. Let's talk about this Christmas and nostalgia and trying to make memories with your kids. Because my kids are a little bit older now, so I might be able to to help you out with this whole idea of intentionally trying to make memories uh, with your kids. Let's talk about it next. We're talking about nostalgia and how we all got, you know, we want to remember. Christmas past. It's it's what's great about the holiday, right? And then when you have kids, you want to try to make memories with them. And my wife and I have four kids, and we were just talking about this uh, at Thanksgiving. We were talking about our favorite memories at Christmas time, And you know what? None of them, Taylor, were things that we intentionally set out to do. Like, it it was not like the Christmas play or the Christmas pageant at church or, or, okay, we're all going to do A, B, or C. It's the funny
0: stuff, right? It was never that.
1: Yes, it was... We went to pick out a Christmas tree and we became so contentious with all of us, all six of us wanting six different trees, that we all started cry laughing. It was so funny. Because we couldn't agree <laughs> on what tree to get. Or um Okay, we tried to make memories with something that was intentional, the visiting elves. Right? We mm-hmm. had the visiting elves come and our visiting elves, one of them came to life one year and went and got donuts. Right. And left donuts and pictures. Of this almost six foot tall elf getting in my wife's car and driving to go and get these donuts. We thought it was gonna be great. Our girls were terrified. <laughs> they were like, oh, You told us they come to life. You didn't tell us they were actual human giants. Size. <laughs> right? They were terrified. <laughs> so it was like we had the best. We tried to make an intentional, warm, fuzzy memory. What we made was—we it was terror. They're like, "Can they go back to the North Pole?" Now, Haven't they please, been to years
0: of therapy just for that one incident? <laughs> or
1: the—we rented a—we rented a cabin one Christmas. That was a lot of fun. We were going to have Christmas in the mountains, right? So we go up and and we get it. We we're going to have a tree up there. And I, I it was cheap. I was like, I don't want to spend money on decorations. So here's what we'll do: we'll decorate the tree with stuff we find in the woods. Sounds great, right? It looked like we took the tree and rolled it around in the woods and brought it in. It was hideous. Did you have any
0: spiders or creatures that you brought just, in? No, too? it was just
1: like, just, just like leaves and pine cones and just... <laughs> Whatever squirrels' garbage is, it got on the tree, and that was that was the tree. So what we do, we wound up driving like thirty miles to the closest town to their Dollar General and buying a bunch of cheap decorations and putting That's them on the, on the tree. That's hilarious. So yeah, it's the unintentional stuff yeah. for us that made the great memories. It wasn't like being intentional, but I guess some of those were. We intentionally got a tree and said, let's decorate it with stuff from the woods. Yeah and then it was, was the, very
0: purposeful it was the collateral damage from that
1: <laughs> that led to the led to the great memory but what is it for you we would love to hear from you what are some great nostalgic memories you have of christmas with you maybe when you were a kid or when your kids were little or maybe right now we're swapping some memories from christmas past
0: yeah from oh, i grew up in a family of five daughters and there's some uh, i'll tell you about a big one and it has to do with a gift My dad got my mom one year, but we had pretty simple Christmases like we didn't have a ton of money. We didn't have a ton of stuff, but we opened the gifts one at a time as in one person opens and the other person, everyone else watches that person open that one gift. So we stretched it out and it took hours. Sometimes we would break and go have breakfast and then come back and continue because it was like, oh, Taylor didn't open that little scarf from Aunt Rhoda yet. Jesus, like,
1: Jesus was in middle school by the time you guys got done. is <laughs> crazy. And we were allowed to look at our stockings first
0: and our stockings always had things like shampoo and conditioner and razors and stuff that we needed as, as teenagers. I remember it was all like necessities. But, Your um, mom
1: was that meme come to life, oh. the meme where it says, like, Mom, I need more shampoo. Okay, but that's counting as Christmas. <laughs> oh, 100%. And
0: she was such a practical person that her favorite Christmas, I'll never forget, she asked my dad for a ladder and a toilet seat, and he didn't <laughs> read the tea leaves and thought, well, if that's what she wants, that's what I'll get. And she was thrilled. We have a picture of her climbed up on the ladder holding the toilet seat. And she was just like this huge smile on her face like I got what I wanted. The for queen Christmas. of
1: Christmas. <laughs> no more splinters.
0: <laughs> hey, how was your child treated at school? How how are they treated day to day? This is the most common form of bullying. And this is a big heads up mom and dad because you might not find out about this one right away. Instead of the well-known mean physical bullying, you know, like flicking Mm -hmm. people. I used to have a kid that would pull my hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lot more subtle than that. The most common is social exclusion. Mm -hmm. It can be anything from not allowing your child to hang out with that group to spreading false rumors about another kid. Now, the effects on that child will be just as detrimental as if they got kicked or punched every day and i just felt like this story was worth telling moms and dads about and also a great reminder as you teach your kids to love like jesus that that may involve reaching out to that kid who's excluded yeah the one that's sitting alone it's it's your child you know your job as a follower of jesus to go say hey you want to come sit with us Mm, which is really hard to do when you're a kid
1: the social isolation too though in 2022 it spills over into the social media world and the Instagram world and the Snapchat world. And it's it is tough waters to navigate.
0: Think about your camera roll for just a minute. If you were to take a guess, what would you say you take the most pictures of? (laughs) Hey, think about your camera roll for just a minute. What or who you take the most pictures of oh
1: marco my dog easily yeah. <laughs> easily
0: if you're an animal lover chances are it's your pet i don't know if you play favorites like kevin does he's got five <laughs> dogs and yet marco is people
1: always tell me you can't have a the favorite golden like, child well he, he is i don't want to tell you he be by five love i love all of my dogs but marco is by far of all the dogs we've ever had and we've probably had We've had a lot of dogs, let me put it that way. And of the five ones we have right now, yeah, he's easily king of the castle, prince of the house, the whole bit.
0: <laughs> one in three pet owners have more photos of their furry friends on their phones than of their kids or their other half. <laughs> on average, pet lovers take over 400 pictures of their pets every year. I think I took 1,000 of Alex the Wonder Mutt every year because she smiles so much. 400
1: every year. I was thinking, okay, just yesterday, I've got one, two, three, four, five, ten. 10 17 of Marco just yesterday. From yet, one day. Just yesterday. Wow.
0: They <laughs> He's a, so cute. <laughs> they asked a bunch of other questions in this survey, too. About half of us allow our pets to sleep on the bed. And our pet plays into all our decisions, like what home to buy, how long to be away from the house, on mm. an outing, and more.
1: Yeah, yeah all, of, all of the above, definitely. And what do you mean? They allow their pet, singular. We have three dogs in bed with us every night, including a greyhound. It's ridiculous.
0: Wow! I don't know how you guys get any sleep. Well, the, We've had one one or two on the bed the gray, The, the greyhound
1: snuggles up next to me and then the other two around Tracy, including one of them, likes to curl up on or near her head. <laughs> Which is really funny to wake up.
0: We had a dog like that with Glenn. And see Tracy sound, sound
1: asleep with this dog has her head over Aww. top of her head. It's really funny. Okay, so there are some places in life that unfortunately we all wind up in these places from time to time. But you can't help but think what's everybody else doing here Uh, i'll tell you what i'm talking about maybe you can come up with a couple of examples too after i share with you a place that you don't want to be but you wonder why is everyone else here so every now and then in life we wind up in places where we would rather not be and this came to mind of my wife and i watching a tv show and in the tv show they had to rush to the emergency room and they're sitting in the emergency room waiting for the doctor to come out and give them the news and there are other people in the emergency room, too. Some of them are crying. Some are just reading a magazine. Some look very concerned. And I hit pause, and I said, I wonder what all those other people are there for. <laughs> so life offers us, like, unfortunately, every, you know, hopefully, hopefully none of us have to go anytime soon. But the emergency room, you go there. No one wants to be there. No. No one.
0: I recently had to go. Believe me, I did not want to be there. There you go.
1: But did you sit there and wonder? I wonder what everybody else is in here for? Because it's not always readily uh, obvious. Or uh, you go to court mm-hmm. and you're sitting in the uh, you know the courtroom. Maybe it's traffic court. Wonder what these people. That, that guy just looks guilty. He did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Certain doctor's offices I wouldn't ask. (laughs) But I did when I would go to physical therapy. I literally would ask people if I saw a new uh, patient. I would go, so, what are you in for? And we all wanted to know how we got hurt. How'd you get hurt? How'd you get hurt? It was fascinating.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll be completely honest. When I was young and dumb, long before my Jesus days, thank the Lord I am where I am now. But when I was young and dumb, I spent a night in jail, basically for being young and dumb, okay? Um, if I get to know you a little better personally, I might tell you how dumb I was when I was young. But they put me in the cell, and there was a guy already in there. And you you do say, so what are you in for?
0: <laughs> That's funny, just like the movies. And
1: he basically was young and dumb, too. The whole thing was full of young and dumb people <laughs> hopefully, we've all... You know, grown up and, and God willing, come to know Christ in our later years. But anyhow, so do you have any situations that come to mind for you? A place where uh, most of us usually wind up over the course of our life uh, a time or two, and you wonder, wonder what everybody else is here for. Give us a call. So we're talking about uh, places that, unfortunately, we find ourselves sometimes in life, uh, and we'd rather not be there, but you can't help but wonder what's everybody else doing here. Places like court or the ER. A couple other ones that came to mind for me, principal's office, Mm.
0: uh,
1: an attorney's office, (laughs) and my buddy buddy Joey, who's Catholic, he said, in line for confession. (laughs) 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 You wonder what everyone else did.
0: (laughs) That's funny. The only one I can think of, but I didn't know the disclaimer was you don't want to be there. I thought you could want to be there is is we're all at church for the same reason because we know we can't do this on our own that we need Jesus. Mm. So we're all kind of in for the same reason when we go to church.
1: <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, how about the dentist office? You know, no one really, really mm. wants to be there.
0: I always just think we're all there for a cleaning.
1: Mm.
0: I don't think about the bad stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Has <laughs> <laughs> been through the ringer lately.
1: I have. And I'm not I'm not done yet. Uh. <laughs>
0: So I don't know about you, but um, technology is so wild to me how it's always changing. And there mm-hmm. is a children's watch out there right now that you can buy for your kiddos called Tick Talk. So not
1: T-A-L-K, not Tick-Tack,
0: tick not tick-tock, not tick-tock, <laughs>
1: tick-tock. <I> <laughs> okay.
0: And um, apparently it's a way for like a low-tech way for you to keep tabs on your kids, kind of like find my phone, but mm-hmm. you're not getting your kids a phone. You're putting this little cute little toy looking watch on them. Well, apparently for safety purposes, you can log on to the watch and listen in to what's going on in your, with your child right then at that mm. moment. And I found out there's some parents that are listening to the teacher.
1: No kidding. And they
0: can hear Mm. how the teacher is handling things in their classroom. I was like, (gasps) Wow! oh my goodness. I got to tell my sister about this because she's a kindergarten teacher. And I'm wondering if any kids in her class are wearing the TikTok watch.
1: You're just talking about that watch where parents are now, it's supposed to track their kids, but they can listen in on conversations like... Teachers and what teachers are saying in the classroom, that can have a really bad effect. I'll tell you what led to the retirement of a teacher friend of ours next. Okay, so the kids are wearing these watches, and it's a good idea. Parents can track where their kids are, but they can also listen in. And parents are now listening in on the classroom. And we had a friend who was a teacher for well over two decades. Dedicated teacher. Our kids had her as a teacher, and she retired because of iPhones. And kids were recording her in the classroom, and they would show, like, you know, go home and show their parents the worst moment when the class was semi out of control, and she was trying to get control. And they're like, look at our teacher. And she was just like, I'm not going to have my career. She had a master's degree. I'm not going to have my career ruined by that. So, oh, that's
0: so sad. yeah,
1: there's got to come a point where all of this stuff gets reined in and teachers are allowed to teach and discipline and not be fearful of their jobs mm-hmm. for a three second video clip. Oh, Taylor, um, my family, my wife and I and our youngest daughter, we took care of a, a giving treat. you Have one of those at church where they yeah. put needs around the community? Yeah, we picked one and we took care of it last night. I <gasps> not wait That's to awesome. tell you about can't it. wait
0: to hear Next.
1: about it. My wife and I, we went out last night with our daughter and we, um, we fulfilled a Christmas wish. Um, we found one for a little girl. I, I looked for one specifically, by the way, that I knew my wife and my daughter were. Would be excited about going for it, and it was a girl size four T, and I was like, oh, right, right, so exactly. fun, exactly, right when I told April, hey, we're gonna go do this thing for a little girl. She's a toddler. You want to go? She was like, absolutely. Here's the nights that I'm I'm available. I'm not working. So we went last night, and it was funny on the way. Um, my wife, who she does the bills, she goes, okay, I'm figuring we're gonna spend you know like a hundred dollars, and I said, huh, April, what do you have in mind? She goes. Maybe a little bit more than that. Let's just say it was a lot more than that. Because we, yeah. we all went, we like kind of separated, and we all came back with outfits, and we liked them all so much.
0: Aww.
1: We're like, well, I'm not putting mine back. Well, I'm not putting mine back. Well, I'm not, I'm not putting mine back. And then we had to go and get tights for like some of the outfits and Aww. socks, and if we had known her shoe size, we would have gotten yeah. shoes too. But uh, let's just say there's a little little girl who wears a 4T somewhere in our area that is going to have a fantastic Fantastic Christmas. She's gonna be that kid. Remember, can you remember going back to school after Christmas vacation? And it's like all your friends would have new clothes and stuff. Yeah. That was never me, by the way. My parents <laughs> didn't do that. But all your they'd have like a whole new world. She's gonna be that kid.
0: By the way, I gotta ask, so that was the her parents' wish was for clothes, not clothes. for toys.
1: Clothes for, for a 4T. Ah, right. very cool. And I was tempted to get her a toy um because the toy department was right next to the kids' clothes. Mm-hmm. Did not get her a toy. I did get me one, though. (laughs) I'll tell you about that next. We were out shopping last night, taking care of a Christmas wish. Little girl, size 4T. We had a blast. But while my wife was ringing everything up, it it took a minute. Um, The toy department was right next door to the kids' clothing. I was like, I'm going to go look at the toys. And she was like, there's no toys on the list. I said, I know. I just want to look. I felt like a kid. Like, I'm not going to ask for anything, Mom. I'm just going to (laughs) look. I did get something. Yeah. Something that has frustrated me for years is my son is one of those people that can do a Rubik's cube in like twenty seconds. You know what I mean? He doesn't even look at it. He just there you go, done. And I can't, I can't do it. I can't even get one side done. So I found what I'm calling. You ever seen those books that'll be like a Guitar for Dummies or
0: mm-hmm.
1: Algebra for Dummies? You found
0: Rubik's Cube for Dummies?
1: I did. It's only got four squares on each side. <laughs>
0: Oh, how funny. It's not a book about how to do a Rubik's Cube. It's literally a Rubik's Cube that only has four panel. What does a real one have?
1: A real one has nine on each side. This only has four (laughs) on each side. And I told the lady, I said, you know what my Shark Tank thing's going to be? I'm going to make one that is just literally one box (laughs) and it has a different color on each side.
0: (laughs) Did you have to get back in line to buy that or did you run up to your wall? No, we had,
1: yeah, they were just about to swipe the card. So I got it just in time. So I thought we'd <laughs> how much did it open set you this back? baby up. Um, uh, five bucks, six oh, bucks, some, something like that. So <laughs> let's Big open this Q baby up. Dummies. And why don't you mix it up? Here, I'll toss okay. it over to you. You you mix it up and I'll see see how long it takes for me to solve it, if in fact I can. And, okay. then we'll let, and then you you can have a world too.
0: Okay. Okay. So think about how you work in a given day. What are some of your work habits? First... Uh, Would you rather have eight-hour days, five days a week, or 10-hour days, four days a week? Hmm. I'd go for the four-hour work week for sure. Half the battle for me is getting there.
1: You said the four-hour work week. Oh, four-hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. Four-day. <laughs> We're all on board with that. Where yeah. do we sign up? Right. Seriously, I think that's called retirement. Uh, 70% of us would rather work 10-hour days, four days a week. Okay. Second, work at the office or work at home? I've never tried working at home. I don't know what that's like. But 60% say work from home. A hmm. uh, third question, work in silence or have your tunes going? Tunes. 70% said have the music playing.
1: But not only loud enough for you to hear.
0: Yeah. Not I, I worked people. at this uh, right after college. I worked at this place where I was forced to listen to their kind of music. Hmm. That gets that gets old. Okay, really yeah, it can fast. just
1: be distracting for other people.
0: And finally, how about lunch breaks? 70% of us would rather eat at our desk and work through lunch rather than having lunch with coworkers and be able to get done with work earlier. So I guess yeah. we're quite the introverts at work. Yeah. Are your kids struggling with their academics lately? Coming up, this could make all the difference in the world. Have your kids been struggling with their academics lately? This could make all the difference in the world. Okay. Taking notes by hand. Hmm. Yep. According to new research, kids who write their notes by hand get higher grades than their peers. Kids who write longhand tend to be more left-brained. Analytical and organized, and that—that that was my only way I could get through school. I had to take my notes by hand. I couldn't have a laptop or anything. I had to like—that's how I like to take notes during a sermon too. Yeah,
1: that, it helps me remember. I was in school so long ago. Moses was wearing short pants, and we used a tablet and a chisel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you really learned your stuff then, huh? Yeah. If you're chiseling it out in stone.
1: <laughs> Hang on! Oh man. Anybody got that? Well, what would you have for that? Not white out.
0: <laughs> A new rock.
1: Anybody got some quick set I can put in here? <laughs> A typo.
0: Do you have any good hacks when it comes to helping your kids learn better? You know, like writing out their notes by hand. I got to tell you, I have uh, upped my cool aunt Taylor status, Kev. Ooh. I helped my niece mm. Ava with her homework last week. And the teacher called out how impressive it was. Wow. I'll tell you this trick you can steal for your kids coming up in just a minute.
1: Taylor got a gold star and she wants everyone to know. Yes.
0: (laughs) So how about you? Do you have a good hack to help your kids learn better? Um, I, I gave my niece one the other day and it got complimented by the teacher in front of the whole class. So here's the deal. She was learning her. She said, I've got to learn my Spanish words and it was a tough list it was all medical terms and I said and she goes I I need to make some flashcards for myself and I went oh have you ever made one of these things and for some reason my Spanish teacher in high school taught called it a diphthong and you can fit like a hundred words on one piece of notebook paper so you can carry that with you wherever you go. If you've got a doctor's or a dentist appointment, you can study in the waiting room. You could study in the tub. You've got this one piece of paper. So you take a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, fold it in half long ways, and then you fold the wings back on each side like that. And then you can flip, flip, and learn the words, like Rojo Red, Rojo Red, Rojo... And, you, and then you can even do it this way, like fold it all the way inside out, and you flip the whole paper I should make a video of it because it really helps you learn your words because you have the process of writing them all down. Can we just learned taking notes by hand helps you learn better. And then you've got this piece of paper you can carry wherever you go and Mm. study whenever you have a couple minutes to study. And so I made one for Ava. Her teacher saw it and complimented it in front of the whole class and said, I used to do that when I was a kid. Mm. And, uh, so there you go. There's your little tip of the day for helping your kids learn.
1: See. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think it'd be fun to share other hacks. Cause I mean, I know so many parents, they are struggling to help their kids learn. Like they can't figure out why they can't focus or hmm. why they're not, you know, comprehending the stuff they need to comprehend. So if you've got a good hack you've used with your kids, Feel free to share with us. Give us a call.
1: Yes, please do give us a call. But let's not pass by this moment. You remember when you were a kid and the teacher would make you like the class leader and you got to lead the line like to the cafeteria or something? I believe Taylor's having that moment right now. I got to be a line leader. (laughs) Yeah, you're like kind of like an adult version of line leader. The teacher said, I did really good. (laughs) I know my Spanish teacher would love
0: this story. Mrs. Anderson. See, there you go. She would be so thrilled that her method of learning Spanish is still being used. Taylor's line (laughs)
1: leader moment. So we're talking about study hacks and, and stuff you can do to help your kids if they're they're struggling. You know what I, I think I would do if I was a teacher? I know teachers are really big on group projects, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they want it because it, you it know, teaches you to work together with other people and blah, blah, blah. But we all know what really happens is someone winds up leading the project and doing most of the work. Yep. Right? If it's four kids, you'll have one kid that does absolutely nothing, Right, doesn't participate. <laughs> Seriously, I, my, my kids have been, been uh, like my daughter, Amber. She was the kid that would take the bull by the horns and be the leader, and she would wind up doing all the work, and everybody else would just get credit for her work. So what I think I would do is, as a teacher, yeah, still do a couple of group projects, but de-emphasize that and emphasize stuff where they're not finding information on their phones or the computer. You know what I mean? Where they've really got to research it in a, in another means. Right? In a or, library? Yeah, in a library. Or or even, heaven forbid, they have to come up with their own ideas on something. Right? Instead of getting, mm-hmm. getting 15 papers on To Kill a Mockingbird that are all, gee, these all look like they bought the Cliff Notes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? Give me your That's thoughts. That's got to
0: be hard nowadays.
1: Your thoughts on... What does mm-hmm. this mean? You know, and what does yeah. is, is this character mean? And, you know, Good and idea. That and, and I'm no educator. I'm sure there are teachers rolling their eyes. Yeah, in a perfect world, that'd be great. But um, I just, I just watching my own kids go through the group project thing, I would minimize the group projects, emphasize more.
0: I was not a fan of group projects growing up.
1: Were you the kid that took the lead?
0: Um, usually me and one other kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Would do all the work and... Yeah. A couple of slackers would get the credit for your work.